Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Grand Terror Shadowfront. I'm John. I wasn't sure if you didn't remember the name of the game. I always <laughs> remember the name of the games that I run. Uh, <laughs> that makes okay. one of us. <laughs> I didn't say I remember any of the other ones. Uh, I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Uh, I'm joined today by William. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Valda Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai, who is apparently looking at a blank white screen right now. I know, mine's all black. Uh, uh, Restart? Refreshing. <laughs> I'm also joined by Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Titania Valkorian, the Ladrin Druid Princess. How many of you noticed that they were in the wrong places? Um, I'm not looking at the Twitch stream, so I don't I just know turned what it on. <laughs> I think I'm, me and myself and Jeremy are the only ones that are correct, unless you started with us. Me, myself, and Jeremy. Now you, you guys were in the right spot. I just, uh, Valdez and Tanya are so interchangeable. Right? Uh... <laughs> one's a druid, one's a samurai, but okay. It's a joke. Basically, uh, the same. One half dozen of the other. Yeah, six foot of one, half half of that of the other. Uh. <laughs> We're both like five foot. I gotta say, we're not neither of us are that tall. And Jeremy, I I am Jeremy. Uh, I am playing a, a a character with many names. Um, and I can be like I can I have problems remembering my own game names sometimes. So I'm try at the moment I'm trying to remember what my character's name is right now. Uh, Drissa, Drissa, nope, Drissa. Teresa. That is the character's name right now. Warlock of Galadir. Uh, and Cody? Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Valar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights and human rights, fuck the police, and the GOP in general. Uh, because... I do like the implication of that statement that the police are entirely encapsulated within the GOP. Yeah, I mean, aren't like they? Like they're just a subgroup of the GOP. Yeah. Is that is that incorrect? I mean, Shall we move on. <laughs> when last we left off, uh, shit went down. Yes. No. Did it? Yes. Because I don't. What shit went down? 
I don't know. The city's burning over there, so. Oh, Taram is currently uh, yeah. on fire. Taram is on fire. Well, yeah, but that was like a couple sessions by fire. Uh, That's old news. And the Weaveborn District teleported out of Taram. Yes, which I remember that last week. Uh, and then Titania's mom teleported her house out of Taram as well, uh, to across the street from the Steelhearts Company house. Um, they had a dinner where Titania didn't sit next to either of her fiancés. Uh, still thinking about those rings. Um, <laughs> You're not giving me time to remake them, you fucking... Whose fault is that? Yours. I didn't make you hand a rock to a god. Um, yeah. So, Ithram, <laughs> you were planning on casting a spell in the morning, I yep. believe. Because yep. all, all that happened yesterday. It's now tomorrow. That was yesterday's um, problems. Let's look forward to a brand new day with brand new problems. <laughs> so, yeah, he was going to cast uh, Legend Lore um, with the... Let me just double-check the... what I had to ask about. 200 gold worth of incense. Yeah, I had like. one charge left. I have the I have the ivory strips. Those don't get consumed, but um, let's see. Okay. Um, so it says to describe oh. a person, place, or object. I'm going to try for possible place it, possible place entrances to the infinite library. If that's a thing. Okay. You're trying to glean how to get to the infinite library, basically. Yes. So I guess you I guess technically you would be doing legend lore on the infinite library. Because like the the, yeah, the door cause... to the infinite library wouldn't really be a trigger. <laughs> yeah, no. So it yeah, basically I just threw it in chat. Uh current tales, forgotten stories, or secret lore that has never been widely known. I believe you've cast Legend lore on... Actually, have you ever cast Legend not on lore the, on the... Not on the Infinite Library, infinite no. Or no, the, the, the true, the true library. Time. The true library, that's it. True library, okay. Yeah, the true library. So, the Walsh true... Li- Castlevania, so the Infinite Corridor is the true. head too. Yes, so the true library is a demiplane within the astral plane. Uh, the only int- you learn that it is a it is the repository of all magical knowledge within the multiverse. Uh, so every spell that has ever been created, cast, discovered, lost, found, or imagined exists within the annals of the true library. There are angelic beings that guard the library and act as its keepers, as the librarians. And very few people have ever set foot inside the true library. Most discover a shade or a shadow or a version of it. Because it is a multiversal structure, that means there are multiple versions of it. 
and no two versions are the same. So no one's really sure, and your legend lore doesn't reveal, where the true, true library is. But even a shade of infinite knowledge is still a lot of knowledge. So it's a demiplane, though. It's a demiplane within the astral plane. So in order to get to it, you'd have to get to the astral plane. Okay. All right. I just had an idea. So, all right. Unless you had, like, a specific item from the true library to use for plane shift, but you don't. Nope, I don't. But I do have an idea now, so, all right. That's how I spend my first 10 minutes of morning. The rest of you slowly come to consciousness. Eventually. There's a loud bang and whiz as something goes off in the workshop. Who was that? And it's working on something, probably. There's a thud in the wall of Titania's room from the outside and just a call of, pardon me! What? Or it's, or it's Medic. <clears throat> oh, no, that was, that was Gant, not Merrick. Okay. I look outside to see what happened. There's a grappling hook that looks like it hit the wall next to your door that is slowly being reeled back down the hallway towards the workshop. Oh, boy. <laughs> Scratching the floor the whole way. All right. Well. Red-haired head pokes out, of, pokes out of whichever room. Yeah, you see it going past because it's on the hallway that the guest rooms are on. <laughs> Is everything okay? Yes, Valda says, emerging from the room. Very well. Head pops back inside and door shut. <laughs> Comes back out, maybe ten minutes later, dressed. Oh, we've got things to do today. Wonderful accommodations. Thank you. Rather to your liking. Yes, quite nice. Better than definitely some places that I've been. Do we have an agenda? Or you have an agenda? Something? There are agendas? Yes, there are, definite, there are definitely things to do. Yep. We have to decide. Well, planning. Well, one plan, more details need to be gathered about one plan before we can act on it because we don't know how many coins we're going to need. Mm -hmm. So we got to wait for details to come forth on that one, which means the other plan we can probably focus on for the moment. Which? Yeah, we can probably focus on that one for right now. Right. Find that 
stalactite before a lich comes back to life and decides it's pissed at us. Right, you have a lich situation. A lituation. No! Why must you keep doing these things? Because portmanteaus are great. Or maybe the lich has a situation with us. Right, okay. Um, so, we need to get back up north. I believe, I believe the best plan we put forward there was for um, Ithrim to teleport us back to the Druid Island and you to windwalk us across the channel because that's the closest we've ever been to that region. Uh, yep. Can do. Ithrim. Yep. Do you burst forth from your bedroom in with glorious purpose? He has been in the arcane workshop. He's the first one awake. <laughs> so, I don't know if you were uh, doing it in your bedroom or the arcane workshop. No, he's doing it in the, in the workshop. Um, that's where all the supplies are. Uh, and uh, he'll, if they're in the kitchen, or not kitchen, the dining room, he'll come in about this time. I may have another option that we could uh, search for a way to deal with this. Uh, we can make it to the astral plane at some point. There may be a way to access the true library. Do you have a way to the astral plane or any inkling of where within the astral plane this true library is? It's a demiplane on the astral plane. So theoretically, you should be able to access it from anywhere. If you know how to get into the demiplane. Correct. Do we know how to do that? There are spells that would allow us to do that. Um, I'm currently working on one such spell. I can plane shift, yeah. If we have a day, but we need like a fork. Yes. Or maybe a spoon. Something attuned, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, you guys are stuck. Go. The actual, the the demo plane requires, uh, I believe, a different spell to access once on the astral plane. Mm. Okay. Called demi plane. Um, it is just another option, something we may be able to figure out while we deal with Drivor. Is this, a, is this spell something that will let you get into a demi plane you've never been to before? I believe so. On, as I know of it. This particular spell doesn't require anything specific from it, just knowledge of it. Oh, there's a plan at least, but do you have that spell available to you? Well, like I said, it is one that I'm currently working on. Mm. But like Tatanya, I also have the plane ship spell. So should we need. That's another plan that will need further development first. Okay. So I think for the moment, 
the only plan that we've got enough to actually act upon is our one to deal with the lich. Yes. What was that thud I heard across the house earlier? Is everybody okay? Yes, Grappling everyone's hook. fine. Yeah. Gantt uh, working on projects. Uh, that's the noise that he's making. There's a sizzle, crack, and pop of like a lightning strike that comes out of the workshop. Gant, are you okay? It's the smell of ozone. Gant! <laughs> Go to check on Gant. Go into the workshop. There's a blasted section of the floor and no Gant. Fucking Gant? Gant. There's another flash of light and Gint is there at another section of the floor holding like uh, some weird device with crystals stuck into it. Looks over. That didn't work how I thought it would. What did you just do? I'm trying to create a personal teleporter. It just sort of blew up the room and blinked me out of existence for a moment. Can I look over the, the crystal embedded thing that he's got in his hand real quick? Sure. Investigation check. All right. Natural one for an 11. <laughs> There's tech in there. There's magic in there. Did you get that design from the Is it? Yes. No wonder. Sorry, I'm just occupying the mind. In any event, uh, Ethrain, did you manage to find any information on the um, the kingdom whose ruins we need to find? Uh, no, not <laughs> haven't <correctly>. looked. <laughs> no, I uh, spent my morning researching the uh, library. Mm-hmm. I can Fair enough, but any information we can get on that place will make it easier for us to locate what I we're looking I believe I already Did you already do that? Legend. I don't remember. Yeah, Legend yeah, Warren used Legend Scorva Zero. a couple times already. That's right. Yeah, on the on the, the Forgotten Empire. Oh, you just didn't, this you just didn't get part. a lot because it's a Forgotten Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even Forgotten Lore is known by Legend Lore. That's, yeah, Forgotten Stories right there. Yeah. Forgotten stories, not forgotten accurate information. (laughs) But nonetheless, we've got a general region and some ideas of what we're looking for, so nothing left to do but to begin the search. Um, Let's see. You always take some time, recuperate, build a teleportation circle in your backyard. It takes a whole month. <laughs> we have, at this point, I think five days. Let the Lich come five. to you. And the demons. Five days until the... Un- until the Lich they re- re- uh, reconstitutes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I don't really feel like fighting that thing again. Neither do I. So let's get rid of the phylactery. Um, are we ready to go? Does anybody need uh, 
supplies. I'm ready. I believe I have everything I need. All right. Do you have cold weather gear? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're good. How cold are we talking about here? It's very north. Northern Yuskorva? Just south of, I don't have the world map. <laughs> yeah, but it was way up there. Was... Yeah. It should be good. Have you ever been to Desolation? I have not. I was going to say, imagine that, but ice. Just as a reference point. I will take the, the, the name as a good example of, of, of what I would expect if I visited Desolation. Yeah. It's yes. fairly accurate, yes. Just south Delightful. of Galadera. Just south of Galadera. Which is the roof of the world. Yep. So we're just shy of the North Pole. Wonderful. But what... Having not been there, do we know what the people are like? Hmm... Not likely. Can we find out? You have that kind of magic? I don't know. Is it located within a book somewhere that we can reach? Mm. Oh, well, I mean, we do have my uncle. Just saying. Other uncle. If we're going into a foreign area, it usually is a good idea to learn the local customs. We can see the, the laws so we don't accidentally do something that gets us hung or whatever. They <laughs> hung. I said what I said, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> or whatever creative method of execution they employ in that particular area. Also, it might be a good idea to know what what creative method of execution they employ in that area. Aye, but I don't know that... Well, unless your uncle knows anything immediately, Titania. I don't know that I you've got a whole I was seeing the of... library in core, you know? Oh, yeah. Salzbach. I could take us to core. You have a teleportation circle there? I have the coordinates, yes. That might be a good detour for the first few hours of the day. See what we can find out about the region. Sorry, you said uncle, and I was like, Dorian? No. <laughs> I just vaguely remember that he was like, Uncle Salzbach, uncle, yeah, uncle yeah. Salzbach Valkorian. Yeah. Uh, Jack Salzbach Valkorian is the third born of the God Emperor. There we go. No, it might be good to... Did you know your older brother's a jackass? Yeah, I might, <laughs> yes. I might talk about that, but, you know. Why do you think I'm a skeleton? <laughs> ah, listen, I don't know this lore, so I want to talk to him. Anyway. We'll never pass up a chance to visit that library again. Uh, if we'd like to go there, I can still get this to that library and to... Shark Mouth Bay. Okay. That's, prob that's probably a good plan. Let's spend a few hours trying to learn what we can about this place at the library in core, and then 
Begin the search. So, you teleport to Core. Uh, Sin, have you, or, or Jerisa, have yes. you ever been to Core before? Jerissa. Jerissa. Um, get my one of like 12 names that I've given you right, goddammit. No. <laughs> um, that's a really you put good. The, you put the comma in the wrong place. Get one of the twelve names I told you right. God, comma, damn it. <laughs> Fair point. Um, yes, probably not as Teresa. Um, but yes, they've probably been there. So you teleport to Core. And it's slightly strange, because for as cataclysmic an event as you escaped yesterday, Core is very normal. People are going about their day, there's no darkened sky or demons flying through the air, there aren't bodies in the street, the wailing and gnashing of teeth is missing. It's kind of disturbing to understand that while, yes, the events of your homeland are tragic, once you get far enough away, they may as well not have happened yet. Ah, this is more like it. As you get out and walk the streets of Kor, the Cornite Rangers and their green cloaks maneuvering around the city, assisting the people as they need. The citizenry going about their daily tasks. Once we arrive, uh, Drissa will step in one moment. Uh, we'll step into an alley, just sort of out of the way of where, in general, view of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll take on uh, Sun Elf, female form. Uh, sort of uh, a shortcut, uh, uh, like chin length, uh, sort of cut over to one side hair. Um, a little sallow for, for a Sun Elf, um, or High Elf, or whatever they're called in this realm. Um, I will step back out. The high elves, like sort of taxon, like taxon, as far as taxonomy is concerned, they're high elves, right? Sun elf, moon elf, like sun elf, moon elf, etc. These are all uh, cultural Colloquial. designations, as yeah. opposed to as opposed to like fair lineages. All right, that's better. Wait, shape changer. Cool. Yes. Interesting. Sorry, I uh, Morgan knows this area much better. So, Morgan. So Morgan. Yes. All right. So, the Steelhearts plus Morgan progress through the city, eventually coming to uh, a familiar squat almost crypt-like building with dark stone exterior 
and large blackened wooden doors. All right. And I knock. (laughs) As you knock, nothing happens until a voice slowly, methodically rings out. What is your destination? The Black Library. No such designation exists. It's called the Black Archives. Black Archives? Okay. Black Archives is... I was just waiting for someone to say it, for like Ithram to go to the Black Archives. Uh, I forgot the name, too. Yeah, that's right. It's been a while. That's right. Yeah. Very well. Open the door. Reach. Reach. Door opens as you push it. Black Library is a different setting. Okay. That's a 40k thing. <laughs> okay, that's probably where I'm getting it from. Anyway. It's also a Warcraft thing, isn't it? No. In That's the Black Temple. That's it, yeah. And the Black Materia is Final Fantasy VII. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so the, the five of you enter into the Black Archives. Darkness takes your vision as you walk through the door. You hear it close behind you, but you can't see it close. There's, uh, again, that sort of standard moment of weightlessness and light (laughs) pops into existence in the darkness as torches are lit, once again putting you into the vast archives of the Black Archives. Sitting, as ever, at the desk, at the welcome desk in front of you, laying back in repose as if dead, there is a skeletal figure in a very nice coat and top hat with a variety of colored gems uh, on rings on his hands and a few as paperweights on his desk. Good morning, Jack. <laughs> The skeleton animates, setting its jaw back in place. Welcome to the Black Archives. Ah, this is interesting. I see. Yes, this would be. Four returning guests and one new. Welcome. Indeed. I am the curator of the archives. You may call me Jack. A pleasure. As it is mine. So, brave adventurers seeking knowledge, what might I assist you with? We're looking for the ruins of an ancient empire that spawned a lich in northern Yuskorva. Yuskorvan ruins, or Galadarian ruins? It's on the border. Ah, so both. Potentially. Theoretically. Interesting. That section of the archives hasn't been travelled in some time. Is there anything else? His name is Rhyhor, so... 
perhaps <laughs> history on any notable mages throughout history in that area. Rhyhor. He lets the, the name sort of like, it almost looks like he's tasting the name, but he has no tongue. Rhyhor. I don't think we have any literature on that particular individual. Must be Probably a is it is it all just ruins up there, or is there is there a culture? Oh, there's culture everywhere you look. Mortals are such enduring and survivable creatures. There are very few places where you will not find civilization on this great world of ours. Then information about the culture up there. Galadarian nice. culture, border culture with Uskurvans, northern Uskurvans, likely some. Yes, yes, yes. There, we definitely have literature on that as well. Delightful. Anything else? This one might be a bit more of a personal question rather than something asking for books, but um, information on the firstborn would be helpful. You're going Ternalian. to need to specify. Ah, Ternalian, large brother Ternalian. Yes. Well, uh, hold on. He is a little bit bigger. He sort of murdered the emperor and took over. Oh, refrigerator. Ah, yes. Well, brother of mine was always an ambitious one. I'm not surprised. Yes, we have some writings of a personal nature on Ternali and Valkorion, which you can also peruse. Uh, perhaps also uh, some information about soul coins and the Nine Hells. Ah, infernal literature, one of our most popular subjects. Yes, we have a great abundance of that. Look, or can't help to can't can't hurt to 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 look. Uh, well yeah, it's yeah. probably worth researching as well, if nothing else. Anything else? I think that's our list for the moment. So he rolls his head. You can you for some reason you imagine dice rolling around inside his eye sockets. There is nothing there, but it, you imagine this when he tilts his head. Buffer wheels. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> For Galadarian and Yoskovian culture, literature, and ruins, you're going to want to take five flights up, one left, turn counterclockwise, and take a right. For infernal literature, that will be in the basement. Take your immediate right, take the stairs down three flights, and your first right after that. For powerful mages of the era and location, particularly specified within Euskurva, that will be a subsection D within the first section that I pointed you to. And for personal writings on Ternali and Valkorion, that will be take your first left, one flight up, two flights to the left. Wait, hey, repeat that? <laughs> He does. I, I take it Titania writes all of that down. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> she knows her weaknesses. If you get lost, simply ask me for directions. Okay. Wherever we are. Wherever you are. 
Wonderful. Wherever you are, there I am. Quite like this place. Where do we start? Give us a split up. I'll, I guess I'll look through the ruins then. Stonework, sort of. One of my fields. Yes, I'll go through with you to look for the mages of note. I'm gonna look up Tenalian. Mm -hmm. And and uh, uh, I will go look at. I will go look up cultural stuff first. Yeah. So three of you in one direction, one in the other. Yep. You all follow the instructions that were given to you. Before we go, oh, go ahead. I'm going to. Hmm, cast uh enhance ability uh at fourth level on myself, Titania, and um Morgan uh for Fox's cunning. Okay. Sweet. Particularly not me. <laughs> I'll be in the same room with you. Yeah. And if you're looking up stone stuff. Three of you heading yeah. to one location. From fourth to another. You follow the paths given given to you. As you arrive at the locations indicated, you find each of you finds yourself faced with a bookshelf full of books that seem completely irrelevant to the thing you're looking for. And as you approach them, to your left, all of you, uh Jack appears. Welcome to the first three. To our section on Galadarian and Euskorvian ruins, culture, and mages of note. And with a hand, he presses one of the books, and the bookshelf slides away, revealing even more stacks inside. Please do enter. Jack, a question. Yes? How many other people are in here are, are in here researching stuff at this particular moment? None. None in any version of the Black Archives are. None in this version of the Black Archives. There's the, the yes. That answers my question. Then thank you. The skeleton smiles at you. The Black Archives is instanced. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the three of you pass through the, 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 the facade of the bookshelf which closes behind you and Jack is once again on your left on the inside so shall I assist in locating particular books uh, this section for myself should be enough yes so all the three of you can make investigation checks Titania at advantage Mara left. Are you assisting me, or am I just making an investigation check? Uh, for the first hour, you're going to be on your own, I believe. Wow. Come on. You know what? You know what? I've Yell at your dice. Yeah, I guess I'll use mine, too. <laughs> investigation, not Arcana. Same thing again. Wow. Uh, Cody. Investigation. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's, a, yeah, it's the same. Titania. Yeah. To your left, there is Jack Sultzbach. 
Well, looking for the personal documentation, yes? Yeah, anything about him. Through here, and he pushes... Or if you know anything. I know quite a lot, but it is bound in the books. Oh, okay. And the wall slides away. You are entered into a yet further maze of stacks that closes behind you. There's Jack next to you again. I shall assist you in your perusal. Make me investigate oh. check. Sure. I get advantage on this, right? Yep. 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 Fox is I coming. want to point out that out of nine rolls we just made, only two of them were above a five. Yep. Natural 20, so 19. <laughs> 18. <laughs> So we have, uh, so Jeremy, you rolled nine, nine, and then on your re-roll, you rolled ten. Yes. You improved. Yes, I did. William rolled an eight, which makes it a... If you, if I, if I apply stone cunning to it, mm. that makes you it know, thirteen. I'm tempted to use the other inspiration I have, just because I refuse to, I refuse to lose to a book learning roll. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Twenty-three victory. Nice. Twenty-seven only cost me two inspiration. Twenty-seven from Ithram, nineteen from Titania, and a twenty-three from Morgan. We'll start with Titania because the other stuff will be longer. Uh, (laughs) Fair. Fair. Uh. There's not a lot of writing on Ternalian in here. Most of it's anecdotal, most of it's story. Uh, Ternalian was always a powerful figure, always a proud figure, uh, a leader of people, very charismatic, um, the sort of the sort of person to whom uh, his allies look for inspiration and enemies cower in fear from. The only pers- standard, standard. The only. The only problem with that perspective, though, is that uh, he knew it. Um, and as you read through, you get an, you get an idea of a of uh, a man whose narcissism can only be is only empowered further by the fact that he is perfect in almost every way. Uh, as you read, this is an individual who does heroic deeds with the same amount of, with the same amount of effort that you plant stuff. Like he, being incredible and powerful is in his genetics because he's the son of a god. Uh, there is a not a there is not an insignificant amount of uh sort of like sibling jealous and irritate like like sibling jealous jealousy and irrit and irritation in the writing that you are getting mm-hmm. um you know that sort of marsha 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 kind of attitude in the writing mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. uh but the the but the the writings do not deny the scope of power that he wielded long before they also don't tell anything about him in recent centuries mm-hmm. the writings all end with and then he vanished with no clear indication as to where why or for what reason 
do I get a is this all about a specific date or or not a specific kind of date but a, but a, but a range okay. of years like at uh, around uh around two to three thousand years ago all documentation of Ternolian ceases okay Can I also look up about the God Emperor and the God Emperor's power and what he might have gained from doing that? There is no documentation on the God Emperor. Okay. Unfortunately, you seem to have discovered one of the limits of the Black Archives. You see, the Archives cannot know things that I do not know, and thus, well... Did you never meet him? Oh, I've met him plenty of times, but there's a difference between meeting someone and knowing them. Ah, so this god emperor was about the same as the 40k god emperor when it came to raising his kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or really any god, let's be honest, any god with a mortal, like a physical body on the plains. Yeah, any god. Child rearing is not one of their skills. No, it really isn't. But yes, unfortunately, I have very little knowledge of the God Emperor because the God Emperor created me with very little knowledge of the God Emperor. But if you read this passage here, you'll see where there's a story of Ternalian dunking his younger brother into a vat of acid, which burned all of his flesh off. That was a lovely experience. That's horrible. I'm trying <laughs> to find... The skeleton smiles. That's just horrible. It was, yes. Is that how you died? I didn't die. I know. How long have you been here? The Black Archives have been my home for many thousands of years. Did you exist someplace else before then? I'm sure I did at some point, but all of my memories are of the Archives. Black Archives are Jaxol's box brain. Do you... Is that like... It's, it's a small area. Well, it's pretty big. I don't know. Do you like it here? <sighs> Many an adventurer come to keep me company. Fair, fair. Do you know what's keeping you undead? Again, I'm not dead. You're still alive. Yes. Kind of happens when you're immortal, but all your flesh gets melted away. Huh. How'd you become immortal? I was born that way. But yes. Okay. I cannot die. This is not an undead state. To be undead is to have died and been been reanimated. That would have required me to die. Yeah. Which I have not done yet. 
sort of like how Deadpool can regenerate from a drop of blood, only he didn't regenerate. He's just still a skeleton. Who's this Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm also not in that section, so you've just got a random voice. <laughs> the the lady we're with, well, the shape changer we're with, thinks there's a way. Someone told her there is a way to. sever the divinity from someone and we're going to use that to try and I'm sure there is such a way that exists as the saying goes all that lives must eventually die and while mm-hmm. we are immortal we still live which means there must be some way to kill us Okay. I mean, after all, Fernalian managed to kill the God Emperor. Yep. Sure did. And the God Emperor can't very well create something that is more unkillable than he was. It was a bullet of some sort. I don't know what it did exactly, but sort of. No, we know what it did. It shattered the box that was holding a shard of Idos. Yeah, oh, okay, that's true. The shard of Idos is really what killed yeah. him. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. All I had to do is find another one. Wait. <laughs> At the very least, Idos is out of the picture. Idos is never out of the picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you have your conversation with Jack. Meanwhile, in the other section, Valdeth. There's a surprising number of fallen kingdoms in the along the southern Galadarian northern Euskorvin borders. It's almost like it's a hostile area where it's hard to live. <laughs> uh, interestingly, as you read, most of these, uh, most like only a small percentage of the civilizations were wiped out due to the environment. Most of them killed each other. Unsurprising. Though some scholars posit that they killed each other because of the environment, because resources are scarce. So you could technically point those deaths at the environment, too. You would be technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Uh, Morgan? Yes. You're looking into the culture that currently resides there. Uh, yes. Primarily, the uh, there are two there are two kinds of there are two specific groups of people that live in the southern Galadarian, northern East Corvin border region. One, there are a series of small frontier towns, each of whom are sort of stationed uh, roughly a day's ride away from each other in the snow. So closer than a day's ride away from each other in, you know, more temperate climates. Uh, 
These, and they seem to make their primary trade by delving into the extensive and overlapping ruins that are in that border region. Uh, from what you read, the, the, the kingdoms didn't just, like, build next to each other. They built over top each other. So many of the many of the ca cave structures in that region are man-made because they were buildings built on top of buildings built on top of right. buildings and sort of become a it sort of become this strange frozen hive-esque structure of a, of of a series of ruins and the frontiersmen make their living by delving into these places for supplies resources etc and selling them to uh, or selling you know bits of research and pieces of interest to the people down south North of the of the border regions in Gal in and Galadaria or yeah in, in Galadera there are um, a variety of isolationist enclaves uh, that are people that have either through magic uh, either through druidic magic or through uh, you know just you know uh, hard work and diligence have basically gone to one of the most remote places in the world to be left the fuck alone. And they don't like to be bothered unless you have a reason. And people don't often have reasons. Their favorite method of execution, since you were specifically interested in those, is stripping people naked and throwing them into the snow. Okay. Because eventually, nature will, ta nature will find a way. Yep. Um, fair to say that 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 people a leave people b the fuck alone is a rule they have a hive worth of ruins between the two cultures and they like to keep it that way <laughs> is there a history of conflict between the two though yes uh pr okay. primarily when their respective scavengers run into each other within the ruins Oh, they do. So they collide with each other in the ruins occasionally. The ruin, the the vast ruins, uh, uh, span the breadth of that area of Yuskorva. Like there are coast to coast ruins. Okay. And so it's sort of like a, um, it's a man-made border that they fight within occasionally. Right. Lineage, like uh, lineage makeup of. Like demographics, uh, it seems there's all the frontier towns cater to all varieties. Okay. Um, the northern isolationists tend to mostly be uh, entities of draconic ancestry, primarily white draconic ancestry. Cobalts, dragonborn, half dragon, stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. the kinds of people that aren't bothered by the cult. Cool. Uh, that definitely gives me something to. Yeah, I will. I will delve. With, uh, see if I can delve a little bit more into the frontier towns. Uh, things that they're looking for. Things that would make it easy to interact with, assimilate in. Um. Uh. uh that sort of thing. Yeah. So you don't need to go in like super specific, but like they're looking for phrases that, you know, common, common phrases that yeah, are yeah. unique to the area, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you, you, you find it. 
With okay. you, you, you rolled more than high enough to find that kind of thing. Cool. It's yeah, once they have a very strong grounding in in Iskorvin northern border town dialect society. Have you ever wa- have you ever watched Letterkenny? No. <laughs> Go watch Letterkenny. You'll get an idea of the dialect. Well, I'm not going to do it now. Not, but no, not right now. But fair enough. I'll give you an idea of, of, of how people talk in these frontier towns. Right. Um, Ithram. Yes. There are many legendary mages that have lived, and not an insignificant amount of them came from Yuskurva. Yeah. Uh, the the difficulty that you're finding is that you're pretty certain as you're reading about the northern the northern East Corvin southern Galadarian border, you're pretty certain that phylactery is probably somewhere within those ruins. Yeah. You're not certain um, where, and there are not, and you don't have really enough details to go into to, to find anything specific about Rhyhor. Well, uh, he's if there's that many mages, he's going to try to focus on uh, ones that um, weren't. Uh, well, no, they rose to power. Yeah, because you like right now you're you're sort of you're sort of stuck between about thirteen different powerful mages that came from the north and east Corvin region. Any. Or were there any that disappeared uh, suddenly or um, unexpectedly? Most of them, uh, with <laughs> with with annotations saying "such is the way of dealing with dangerous magic." Yeah. Um, any that were known for specializing in necromancy? Fewer. You sort of narrow it down by necromancers, and uh, there are five. Specific five necromancers specifically over the course of ten thousand years that came from Yuskurva. Okay. Um, or northern Yuskurva specifically. Were there any that also liked to any of those necromancers that uh, had a uh, personal? Fortress, something matching like what we found on Exter. Nothing that's been written about. Okay. But you've been narrowing it. You can continue to narrow as you like. Yeah. Um, let's see. They had. Were there any that were also royalty already? No. None of them no. were. Two of you are also there while he's going through this, so if you want yeah. to throw out additional potential modifiers, you could. Um... <clears throat> So, um, you looked for necromancers specifically. What was the next uh, modifier you tried to delve with? If they were royalty, any royalty beforehand? Nope. Yes, because um, they had some. They had a contingent with them 
happened. So there's also a significant amount of like a lot of mages, especially necromancers, keep to themselves. And they might be powerful and legendary, but they just want to stay in their tower and be left the fuck alone. Uh, are you able to narrow down those necromancers by got involved in major politics? Whether they were royalty or not. Uh, three of them. Did any of them have a particular fascination with idols and remnants of or relics? None in specific, no. Okay. Was there was there anything particularly unique about this lich as a person that stood out to you? In my experience, somebody who seeks that sort of power uh, will hide much of who they are for much of the time, and then once they have attained it, it is their first chance to be free. So they will tend to reveal a lot more than they otherwise would. Well, here's a question. Um, are there records of, um, like, description of the th of these three remaining? Not physical descriptions, no. No, okay. Like, any, like even just an identifier of male, female, otherwise? No. Okay. He didn't well, we've got very much. <laughs> we've got his chair. We, we're we're down to three people. If we can get just what are the details we can find on these three, and maybe something will stand out from what we can find to point us to one. Yeah, we can each take we can each take one one of these necromancers and see if anything lines up with what we know of Rihor. Which brings me back to my question: What do yes. we know of Rihor? Uh, let's see. Oh, was there any that were known as the Graven Lord? No. No? Okay. Familiar speaking pattern. Um, particular verbiage used. Unique objectives. Um, any that wanted to, that wanted to establish a kingdom? As you're looking through the information, uh, none that wanted to establish a kingdom, no. But one that uh, escaped from a collapsing kingdom. Okay, there's a line. Details on that one. Uh, it was also the head of a legion. So the uh, the one that the one that was escaping when this was several thousand years ago, this was about five to six thousand years ago. Uh, there was the uh, the kingdom of Odor, uh, O L D O R, um, was in the verge of collapse. It was another one of these hive kingdoms that had been built up, built up, and built up, and built up, and was eventually built over. Um, there was amongst the uh, notable figures that sort of escaped that from that land in its final days. 
was a uh, was a young necromancer uh, who went by the name of Gavus, G-A-V-U-S. Um, eventually went on to make quite a name for himself, particularly uh, particularly uh, in the sort of southern Euskorvin uh, adventuring game. Disappeared suddenly. No one knows exactly what happened to him, but it presumed dead. Uh, looks to have died... Like, based on the records you can find, probably didn't live much beyond his 30th year. Uh, but was mostly, was renowned mostly for his control of the undead. Uh, Necromancer specialized in many things. He specialized in mass, you know, like mass control. As opposed to making big things or making zombies or making or, or sorry making like zombie golems or flesh golems or things like that. It fits with the amount of creatures we encountered on next there. And I mean, he had big things in his army, but it seemed like they were kind of individual objects within his army. Most of it was just a giant fecking horde. Yes. What about his, uh, any particular minions in this army that might be useful in helping track down? He had several inside of his, uh, Does this, does this Gavis have any, like, associations mentioned that might identify some of the other? No. Uh, did any of those, did this... Did Gavis uh, travel with a uh, musician that was uh, also magically talented? Uh, you do find a uh, tale of Gavis uh, had a romantic interest, sort of a spurned love with a uh, with a musician with a very popular musician at the time. At there was the uh, there was a secondary lich that uh, was focused on musical magics. Mm-hmm. Although honestly, the name Rihor is kind of a step down from Gavis. I don't know why he changed to that one. Naming is an interesting thing. You don't always want a name that makes you sound more impressive. It could me it could have any number of significance to him. Probably personal. Also, it's a way to remain hidden. If nobody has records of a Rihor, nobody can find out how to deal with you or where you're originally from, like we're currently trying to do. It's fair, but the first thing. I would assume you would do same time. Just hide your past. Absolutely. But still, we've got probably our most accurate representation so far, and the kingdom that it was from. Can I kind of narrow down the kingdom of Oldor? Yeah. From what I found, uh, we just based on what you're looking at, uh, you would estimate it to be one of the lower level, one of the lower level hive kingdoms. Uh, so, so we're gonna be we're gonna be diving down. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I get how details far? of what Eldorian architecture was like and how it was different from other kingdoms at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's very gothic. Very, like, sort of... Uh, uh, High gothic peaks with uh, with lots of spikes and gargoyles that matches what we saw in the in the in the keep. Oh, so, yeah. yes, and it'll help me identify when we hit Oldorian ruins. How large was the kingdom of Oldor? Like, how far did it stretch in, in its peak? Uh, at its peak, it stretched roughly half of the hive. Okay. So, but he fled during its collapse. Yes. So, about how large was it at that time? Um, it's hard to say. It, uh, it was so long ago, and the ruins were built were just built upon. Mm-hmm. So, but kingdoms tend to collapse from the outside in. So we're probably looking closer to the center of the old kingdom of Uldor. Outside outside holdings tend to be the first to fall, and it's the final central far, capital that falls last. How far into the landmass are we going to have to travel before we need to start diving? Sorry, I'm start looking for. For some reason, I can't select the line there. Did I not draw that line? That red line? No, the blue line. Are you on the right layer? Yes. The token layer or the map layer? Not on the token layer. It's not on the map layer. It's not on the GM layer. If it was on the GM layer, we wouldn't see it. Yeah. Did Jack draw that line? Uh, I thought I did. Although you should still be able to delete it even if Jack drew it. Which line? There it is. Okay, I I wasn't zoomed in enough to grab it for some reason. Oh, the the (laughs) circle. Yeah. All right, so the ruins of the Hive Kingdoms stretch. From coast to coast... And across the border of Yuskorva and Galadaria and Galadera. You said Old Door covered about half of that total area at one point? Yeah. Of course, that was claimed territory. There's no way to tell how much of it was populated. Right. Yeah. But can we get it? Can we get a rough estimate of where Old Door was in that whole mass? Yeah. So the estimations, again, these are not accurate because they're written by historians as opposed to the people that lived it. Lived it. Um. Are that the Oldorian, the Oldorian kingdom, 
stretched from the far coast of Iscurva to roughly halfway towards the other side. Side. The opposite side we're coming from. Do we have any rough location on a capital? No. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to be searching for the back half of the ruins. Well, we're going to be diving pretty far down. We might be able to... I doubt anyone's delved that far. But they might have. We might be able to find someone who knows their way down there. If we... Uh, Legend lore that, might be able to get us some yes. more information about Oldor. Now that we yes, know the now kingdom. now that we know. I was about to say... We may be able to find the capital or the main seat of power, at least, when it was collapsed, collapsing. Or perhaps even on the Scabbis themselves and figure out what happened to them. But... Uh, this is so having delved as much of the information as you can the group of you re- uh, meet back up at the well at the right at the welcome desk I believe one of us wanted to at least also look into the infernal information as well you have to go past the welcome desk to get to that anyway right. so I wanted to look for one more thing while everybody else was doing that okay what were you looking for uh the Construction and uh, known uh, last known users of mage blades on the continent that Desolation is located on. Make an investigation rule. All right. Has it been more than an hour? Yes, at this point. It's been several hours. All right. Also Uh, 23. The rest of you uh, are... So, yeah. Daldeth, uh, Morgan, and Titania meet back up at the desk. Jack never follows you, but he is always where you end up. Delightful. I, I adore it. Hello. Hello. Yes, non-threatening weeping angel. <laughs> Did you find things? Indeed. That's good. Cool. Quite potentially useful. What, did you find anything useful? Um, a little. I don't know if it's useful, but more about him. So. That's that anything is useful at this point. Where's this from? Uh, doing some extra research. He'll join us when he's done. Yeah. Speaking of which, right. Our last destination. Indeed. All three of you going to go study the hells or just Morgan? I mean, Valdeth will at least go there. I might go someplace else. Hang on. Um... While you do that, with the 23, Ithram, uh, mm-hmm. 
There, yes, there is one mage. There's one known or, or mage blade of note on uh, in Desolation. Um, uh, it is uh, the blade that felled, or the, the blade that is said to have felled the Titan that rests across the the ground. Uh, its supposed location is somewhere in its skull. Well, all right then. Okay. This sword killed a titan and you're just gonna fucking leave it there? Well, considering where it is, it, the, user, the wielder might not have survived killing the titan. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say where in the skull it is. Maybe not the I forehead, got... maybe in the roof of the mouth. <laughs> I got into his brain and stabbed his brain and then died when everything fell down. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. does seem to make sense. There's only so much space between brain matter and skull, and you really don't want to be in there when it concusses. <laughs> Imagine being inside a giant bongo drum as someone begins to do a drum roll. <laughs> Doesn't matter if a, if uh, you if four tons of uh, what's it uh, beanbag chair hit you, it's still four tons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four tons of feather will still kill you. <laughs> It'll just be a very big pile. Very soft death. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what you find out about that. Uh, okay. Morgan and Valdeth can make rolls to investigation rolls for the Nine Hells and Soul Coins. Now that I spent all my inspiration and shit on... <laughs> there's a good roll, fucking finally. 21. I don't know why it rolled initiative, but that is also... Oh, because I clicked initiative. That makes sense. But that is also the bonus for my investigation. You got so. you, you you just really... You really slow to start on the reading is the problem. Valdez just went... Yep, yep. And you were like, wait, no, I'll book... Oh, book. So that is also... That is a 9, not a 9.2 nine, on my investigation. 9.2 on your investigation. Well, with a point two, you'll get slightly more than with a point one. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, soul coins are so. so you you basically learn what you already knew. Uh, that you know, soul coins are the physical embodiment of the soul that devils that that fiends use to barter with each other. Right. Um, Valdeth, you you get that reiteration as well. Um. Uh, you also sort of, as you're reading through, soul coins are more than just bartering tools. They are also a source of power, and that's both political and actual. Um, much like how a soul stone can power magic, soul coins can power, uh, can empower a devil. Um, this is how they get to the point where they can do things like grant wishes that have dr- that that have dramatic effects on the other person's life and for them gets them a soul coin. So like that sort of balance of as you're sort of reading into it, like the 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 power that they get from the soul coin far outstrips whatever they could grant by granting a wish. Um and they are very useful because if you own somebody's soul coin and they're not dead, you own them. Because you literally have their soul in your pocket. Um 
that sort of gives you the idea of like using these as using these as like building materials could potentially be very powerful uh because you're taking you're effectively taking the fuel source that devils use to grant wishes and turning it into a weapon there's a lot of raw power here yes the sum total of a of a of a sentient being's existence condensed into a coin yes well the sole spiritual total of a sentient being's existence because they can still live without they can still live if somebody has their soul coin you're not necessarily your soul coin being held isn't necessarily that you're dead mm-hmm. it's just that your soul is in somebody else's control delightful so and as far as the nine hells like they're the nine hells you 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 get a sort of a basic uh intro to the nine hells the nine are the 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 nine layers all the same as they are in typical d and d yeah yeah you you do learn that the nine layers are multi that the nine hells are multiversal. Hmm. Uh, there are multiple different material planes, all of which feed into the same nine hells, which probably explains why they have a large so many of souls. soul coins. Yeah, like this world hasn't existed for long enough for this many soul coins to. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's what you should learn. Tanya, where are you going? Um, she's going to ask and find, uh, about, um, powerful druids. She wants to learn more. Um, she might actually be looking for, um, something to do if it's in the same area, uh, that, uh, staff that we know uh, was being stared at way back when. I'm still curious. Um, nothing about that staff comes up in your investigation okay. of druids. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's a druid thing. Okay. Uh, as far as investigating powerful druids, I mean, you, you, yep. you learn how powerful druids can get. Okay. Um, you know, the most powerful druids tend to live almost forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there aren't a lot of notable powerful druids. Not nearly as many no. as there are wizards, because they don't tend to make names for themselves. Yeah. Uh, typically, when you're talking about powerful druids, people the information you acquire refers to, like, powerful druidic circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, places where they've, you know, they've mastered the elements around them to such a degree that you know, uh, civilization cannot take root or is rebuffed by, you know, by the by the land itself. Places where the ground grows wild and almost as if it's alive thanks to the ministrations of the druids there. You learn, you're, you learn about these sort of wild places that exist in the world where theoretically there are powerful druids. How does that relate to the royal forest? Is that is that in these lists or is that something that mm-hmm. this doesn't cover? The Royal Forest is not in the list, no. Mm-hmm. The Royal Forest, okay. there might, there, you know, the Archdruid of the Royal Forest might be very powerful, but it's not, it hasn't dedicated himself to the same level of control that those other, that these other Druid forests have. Where is a very powerful uh, circle near here? Uh, the closest or- one to you. Um, 
There is the there is the living island of the Valkari Isles. Um, <coughs> it's out um, west. Okay. Um, west past uh, west of Sinisakari. Uh There is the living isle, which is said to be a an island that roams on its own. Uh, that is home to a druid grove that has basically animated the island. So are you ready to leave the Black Archive? Believe so. Yep. You all reconvene back at the welcome desk. Jack takes his seat once more. Well, I do hope you all return yet again sometime in the near future. Or perhaps have your body sent here when you die. Either way, I'll enjoy the company. The first is likely, the second less so. Wait, how does someone do the second? And how many bodies do you have here? In this instance of the library, of the archive, none. Uh, but in all of them? Are they just, are bodies that are donated here just other receptacles for you? No. Interesting. Are they animate? Some of them. If we ask to see, so if we ask to see those bodies as research, would that be a doable thing? You'd have to exit and come back in. I mean, fair. Okay. And there's no guarantee. Reinstancing is a bitch. <laughs> Long queue times. Many. How many? Body. How many bodies? I don't keep track. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have queued. You have queued to research a DPS hero. <laughs> waiting a while. you like to research and support while you're here. Can you talk to all of them? I'm very curious about this suddenly. I can talk to anyone in my archive. Okay. This is amazing. Can you say hello to some of them? I already have. Okay. Do you have, like, because you're in control of this archive, so are you in control of them? No. Okay. Some of them you said are like reanimated. Yes. What did that? Did someone else do that? And they're like stuck here? They arrived that way. Okay. And they're still like kicking around because it doesn't usually last forever. Hmm. He sort of shrugs. I'm really curious about this. You okay? Can you leave the archives? No. Can they leave the archives? They've never tried. Can you try with one of them? I'm not going to make someone leave the archives if they're comfortable here. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Could you ask if one of them wants to leave? I've never thought of it. Well, now you've thought of it. No, you've thought of it. I know, but you're thinking about it now, too, because we're talking about it. That's not how brains work. Mm. At the very least, it's not how his brain works, because I'm pretty certain we're standing in his brain. 
Also, I don't have a brain, he says as he opens his mouth and you see straight to the back of the skull. Because your brother is running around out there and it's not reached here yet, but it might. I'm aware. And then the archives would be in danger. Yes, they would be. I'm certain so, some stalwart heroes will stop him long before then. Possibly not, though, and it'd be a lot of help if we had some backup. Unfortunately, I can't leave. No, but you said maybe the the bodies that are in here could. Yes. Now tell me, how useful do you find a skeleton to be in combat? Uh, they're pretty okay. I mean, they're not great, but it's better than nothing. Is it? Yeah. What happened the last time you had a skeleton friend in combat? They took some blows for us. And? It's very useful. She's explaining that. Ithram is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're asking me to sacrifice the people who have sent themselves here to live out the rest of their eternal undeath with me? Maybe. I'll ask them. Okay. I promise no answers. Can I write to you? Certainly. Okay. Would it get to you? Did, if I address it, a letter to you, do you get it, like, instantly? Just write it in a book. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. This was most helpful. He just smiles. That line of questioning did bring up something, though. Could you perhaps, any other adventures that you deem might be able to handle a few demons could any that enter could you let them know of what's happening in Taram certainly if they ask wonderful can you just let them know just in general if they say they're from Taram we don't really have pamphlets but you could put like a, a a thing on the front of your desk with some like informational pamphlets just available for anyone, you know, about some sites to see nearby, social services that if it's you know, like library stuff. And this isn't a library, it's an archive. No. Yeah, but you could still do that. I mean, it's your archive, so you can decide what it looks like. I'm fairly certain that Jack Salzbach, as we speak to him, can't know anything more than what exists in the archive. And I'm pretty certain his brain hasn't changed since he hit this point. Because I'm pretty certain the archive is his us. memory. You remembered us. Yeah, we're also written in the archive. Mm hmm. Can I make a donation? Visits, it's written in. Certainly, you can make a donation to the archives. Okay. Does someone have paper? One moment. I was say, if Ithram doesn't, Valdez does. I'm going to make a pamphlet that says, hey, Tarom isn't uh, safe to visit right now. Um, they. Uh, Firstborn has killed the God Emperor. Uh, there are demons running around. Um, we're trying to do something about it. If you want to help, 
Call five 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 five. I'm gonna put our address. Not to please do not put our company house address on this pamphlet. I'm gonna put our address. Mm-hmm. You put your address in the Put our address. Um. <laughs> We don't actually have an address. We just have a lot outside of Griftop. I'm going to like describe our address. Yeah, that's what you what? do. Yeah, I'm going to fold it up very nicely. 25 Dirt Road, Griftop, uh-huh. Cinesca. Yep. It's outside of the Griftop, uh, along the cliff. Um, <laughs> Look for the big for... square house and the warehouse. You realize, you realize that anyone nearby. who wants to know how to kill us or has any kind of grudge against us will be able to just find this thing and be able to go, oh, that's where I can find them. I mean, they can also just ask around. We've sort of told people about it. You we have. actually haven't told people where to find our thing unless we are explicitly working with them. I'll put this in a place of prominence, he says as he takes the pamphlet and puts it on his desk. Like, the only people we tell where our specific base in Griftop is are people who are friends and family or people we're working with. (laughs) Yes, but as I understand it, I'm family, so... That's fair. In your case, anyway, but everyone else walks into the archive when you're at the archive your family so theoretically if like Rihor the Lich were to show up and say I want to find out where this group lives that that's right there I feel like I feel like I feel like a lich of that power would not need my assistance to do so. You're not wrong. No, but still, anyone else, substitute Rhyhor for any enemy. Valdeth losing sleep over the idea of bandits finding their home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and then we'll destroy them, because we're kind of powerful right now. We also sleep. We're basically gods. (laughs) Valdeth, I think you're being a little paranoid. I don't like the idea of literally anyone being able to walk in here and know exactly where to find us. Also, I like the idea of people being able to find us if they need to find us. Also, Titania doesn't sleep. Doesn't. Titania trances. Now, does drink herself into a stupor quite often, which you know counts. I as haven't sleep, done that but... in ages. I haven't done that. That in is days. same. That no, is abjectly same. untrue. No, it's true. It's just this, it's... for the same reason that Valdeth can't do the rings <laughs> as I had the time. <laughs> it was not that long ago. I'm pretty sure it was just before you guys left. For uh, it's uh, literally just before we right. left to go to Sinet to 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 to. Yeah, um, no, it was to, it was last tear. night. Uh, no, she, I mean, like she drank a little, but she did not drink herself into a stupor last night. No, that's incorrect. But it was absolutely just before you left to go, go, go kick lich ass. Yeah, yeah, but that was like a week and a ago. half. Ages, <laughs> literal ages. She has a very strange conception of time. It's okay. Also known as no conception of time. <laughs> it's fluid. <laughs> 
<laughs> gender conception of time. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. There you go. So you have that now. Mm. So, five of you leave the archive. Need. Yep. All right. Do you have anything else that we need to do before we head off? You can always, I think we've you got everything go we're going to get. Do a run of time. Castle Mayhem. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh-huh. We'll save that for after the witch. See how far. Unless, unless the reward for clearing Castle Mayhem is an unconditional wish. Fuck that. Nope, it's it's bragging rights. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's a diploma. Oh, that's not worth it. It says it just says good job, buddy. <laughs> I, Did you get one? I survived. No, I died. I, um, I survived Castle Mayhem, and all I got was this fucking certificate. Yeah, <laughs> and a T-shirt. You at least get the certificate without crushing student debt, or do you have student debt too? I mean, it costs a few. It costs a few hundred gold to get in. That is the equivalent of crushing student debt for most <laughs> most non-adventuring fantasy citizens. Remember, you guys built it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the people who are going through Castle Mayhem are supposed to be adventurers, so... It is a school for adventurers, and by school Un- we mean death trap. <laughs> unlike unlike traditional college, where the job that you can get with that experience will not pay off those student debts for many years... If you become an adventurer after learning from Castle Mayhem, you theoretically will make enough gold to pay that off relatively quickly. Also, the gold's, the gold's all due up front, so it's not really like you're taking a loan. <laughs> uh, all we had was uh, to pick up some reagents for more legend lore. Also, to be fair, at least half of that gold is used as the diamond to revive you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, and if we want to try and get some more things for um, a hero's feast or... Yeah, you know, uh, potions. Yeah. Rather than buying books you'll never need again, at least you're buying a diamond that'll revive you. <laughs> Fair. So a little bit of supply gathering. Yes. Very well, I should pick up some uh, a new set of clothes. So you go to do you go to shop around in core, or are you going somewhere else to get supplies? Uh here's probably yeah. good. Let's go uh, back to Luxuria where we can spend no. uh spend a month in the same day again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only if we find that thing again. Just going to look for uh, Ithram sees a monkey's paw flying through the air and goes, nope, nope, nope. Disintegrate. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I'm going to go grab a couple charges for actually. Do you have the money for yeah. it? Because remember, Gents broke again. Yeah, no, I have I have six hundred, so I could afford two charges of legend lore incense. So I will do that. 
Well, Gant's not completely broke. He's just not as rich as he used to be. Positively poverty-stricken. He has more gold than I do, and I've got five and a half K. Jesus. Positively poverty-stricken. I forgot how much I love martial classes and how they <laughs> are... Just stack gold, gold. yeah? Yes. <laughs> So it's not nearly as insane as insane as how much gold a monk accumulates. Oh, that's what I forgot to do. I forgot to figure out how much money I my my character has. I'm gonna I buy another bowl for heroes feast. Okay, like a monk spends money on literally fucking okay. nothing, so okay. it's like just have this stack of gold sitting around. So that plus fifty five hundred. Yeah. Fifty five hundred. And 15. There you go. Hey, hey. Uh, all right. So, and another diamond for Revivify. Another diamond for Revivify, another bowl for Heroes Feast, and two yep. castings of Legend Lore for Ithrim. Um, Morgan is going to pick up so pick up a pair uh a set of of new cold weather clothing okay um uh, a size differently um and based off of everything that everything that 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 she learned at the black archive uh is looking for two things one for it to look weathered and not new okay and two to be made out of materials and 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 fit the general scheme of those those frontier communities as close as possible so it'll look like Just because you're an elf right now, it'll look like that. Okay, because that's that's basically the style of the frontier towns. Okay, but yeah, size for human male. Okay. Um. Um. Valdeth would like to shore up her current cold weather clothing because she's pretty certain what she has will not be enough. <clears throat> yeah, you can do so. Especially once we start going underground. Alright, so I'm looking up the pricing here. Hang on. Player's Handbook. Or are there trees up north? Was it all... Uh, there were trees on that we know of on Sharkmouth Bay, but I doubt we'll find any trees in the border of Uscorva and Galidera. That would be my question: is is how how if, if there's yet. any? Okay. You also haven't seen any of them, so I don't know if they pick that up in their books at all. Yeah, because Valdez cold weather gear was gotten for Eastfeld, and she's pretty certain U.S. Corva and the ruins there are going to be colder. Um, how much is it for potions of greater healing again? Uh, it's fifty, a hundred, 
Could be a hundred for those ones. Um, I think greater healing is a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to get uh three potions of greater healing. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind up twenty five of my gold. All right. The so uh, the the special so. The um, special modifications to the clothes uh, will make will make them four gold for this per set that you guys are getting. Cool, I will get the set. Both the uh, both the unique cut that Morgan is getting and the uh, reinforcements that Valveth's getting. How much? Four gold each. Okay. Happily, do should get. Uh... Rope and climbing material as well. Indeed, yes, yes. Plenty of that sort of thing. We're going to be delving into ruins. Climbers still got climbers kits of 25 gold. Rope is. Uh, 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 man, if you want hempen or silk, either one or 10 gold per 50 feet. Actually, I have 100 feet of mithril chain. We should be good on climbing. Mithril, cha- uh, mithril chain is metal in a cold climate. It's still mithril, though. Yes, yeah. it's metal yes. in a cold climate. It'll get very cold. Very quick. You know what happens to warm flesh when it touches really cold metal? Yeah, we've got gloves. Just saying, you're gonna be, if you're going to be climbing chains, be aware of that. I also have 50 foot of hemp and rope, but I'm going to get an extra 50 foot, uh, extra 100 foot of silk rope. All right, so that's 20 gold. Anyone going for the 10 foot pole? The collapsible 10 foot pole? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, also made out of metal, I'm assuming. Uh, you can get it, uh, you, a classical 10 foot pole, you can get it made out of metal or wood. Yeah, metal. Hmm? Is it possible to sell any magic items here? Because I have no use for this dwarven thrower. Yeah, <laughs> at the moment. The, I, yes, you, yes, it is. I will remind you that the dwarven thrower is the symbol of authority for your homeland. Oh, right. No, no, the symbol of authority was the, was the axe and the dwarven thrower. Was it? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten what the Dwarven Thrower was. I thought it was a thing that I had found in the temple. You can absolutely sell it. dude finds it, realizes what it is, buys it, and then marches into you, your own you, town. You, you, I rule you! You can absolutely <laughs> sell it. What the repercussions will be, will be, but I'm just letting you know now that it is the thing that was given to you by your king. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That is still relevant then, even as a paperweight. I mean, if you wanted to sell that uh, that dragon spine greatsword, you could do that. It's currently my anti fear tool is the only problem. What are you afraid of? Fear? Yes, literally. 
The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Fear is the mind killer. Exactly, and that thing stopped me from feeling it. Also, if I really need to fly, I can attune to it and fly with it. I can help with the fear thing. Yeah, at the cost of a thousand gold chalice a day. No. It's, I mean, you have to help, but I have, I have protection from evil and good. Uh, you can't be ch charmed, frightened, or possessed by uh, aberration, celestial, elementals, fae, fiend, and undead, potentially, for a first-level spell. Yeah, that's helpful, but that leaves a gap in, say, humanoids. Dragons. Sure. Yeah. And dragons. Yeah. Golems. Anything else that can inflict fear. Constructs. Sure. Sure. Oozes. Just don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't fail your fear check, forehead. <laughs> if it were me, I would simply roll higher. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you're acquiring? Yeah, but yes, you can sell magic items if you so desire. If there's anybody that has things they want to sell. If it were me, I would simply have four attunement slots. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I can't fit four materia into this bracer? <laughs> it's not it's not our fault you didn't choose to be an artificer. It's true. <laughs> Those levels I'm gonna I'm gonna sell my um is that it's an artificer feature? Is extra attunements? A... Yes, as you mm -hmm. as you at the higher levels, I think I think at the highest level you can attune to like five or six items. Damn, it's ridiculous. It's delightful. Uh, reason more reasons why I want to play an artificer. Uh huh. I'm just selling my regular sickle. At fourteenth level, yeah, okay. Yeah, at fourteenth level, you can attune to up to five magic items at once. And you also ignore all class, race, spell, and level requirements on attuning or using a magic item. They get the rogue thing, but better. They get the thief and ability. At, 18, at 18th level, they can attune up to six magic items at once. Yeah. Holy shit. No, artificers, there's... There are some... There are some it's balanced out by similar to to bards they're kind of jack of all tradey kind of yeah they don't get anything else at 18th and 14th level yeah like, like there's not a lot of stuff that they really truly excel at their spell list is 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 fairly stunted they're good fighters but not great fighters etc 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 but yeah that that magical item shit and like this is why a I homunculus play. best friend or an arcane cannon. This is yeah. a fucking power suit of power armor. Suit of power armor that I integrate all of my magic abilities and magic items into. <laughs> or a mechanical pet. Yeah. That pet can hold a wand. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, I really want to play an artificer. I don't get a chance. I don't get the chance to very often. Ever. They're they're super dope. I have so many ideas for artificers. God, you know how intricate I go into my spellcasting, William. Yeah, imagine that, but with artificers. <laughs> yeah, because that that that's a big part of part of yeah. it is how do you make your magic work? I had my my favorite artificer. I did 
was uh, recently was a calligrapher. Yeah. The one that I did, the one that I did for a one shot was a drow artificer that had, I think I've told the story before, but had like two of the spells he had prepared was web and grease. And so I had a web shooter on one wrist and a grease shooter on the other. <laughs> and so it's like, web, you're all stuck. Grease. Now you're covered in grease. Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Ah, oh, it was great. Anyways. So, you gather your supplies. What next? Alright, Ithram. To Shark Moth Bay. I will cast at 7th level teleport to uh, I'll grab the rock that we have from it. Cast teleport to Sharkmoth Bay. Alright. You have an item. You have an associated object, so you can't fail. <laughs> Where on the bay were you trying to aim? Uh, say about 30 feet from the shore. <laughs> so you all... Uh, on the beach. Not in the water. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I knew that I had to make that specification because you laughed. <laughs> on the on the eastern shore, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to say hi to your friends. Can so on the eastern shore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cold, cold blooded. Um, you appear. 30 feet from the edge of the, the water. It's cold. Sun still kicks up. And it's not as cold as it is, you know, in the water, but it's still cold. We can't really see Exeter from where we are. <clears throat> we landed on the eastern shore, right? Yeah, you're over here. You can see the rocky... You can't... Uh, just in the distance. It's, far, it's too far away for you to make out any details, but you can just in the distance through the fog make out sort of the rocky the rocky uh, uh, land mass that is Is Kurva. Mm-hmm. I think we were given like a conch shell or something I vaguely remember. Or like a shell we could use to contact. Any shell basically. Okay. Okay. I'm going to reach down and grab one and say hello. Do you say anything other than hello? It's the Steelhearts again with a new person, but the Lich is gone. I don't know if you've noticed. I can't tell from here. End message. You if wait it would make it minutes. easier, I don't have to be a new person. No, you're a new person. Okay, very well. Wanted to present the option. Wait, could be. Um, after a few moments, from one of the trees, yes, we had noticed. Uh, as stepping out of a tree, there is this large, light blue skin, green haired, uh, triton. Dressed in, you know, seaweed vines, conch shells, and a loincloth, basically. Walking with a, a a staff you had not seen him walking with previously. 
Um, it's it, it the staff actually appears to be uh like the the a broken haft. It's like sort of a crooked. It's a crooked staff with a with a banner hanging off of it. Um, that has that that just seems broken off halfway down. But as he reaches out to put da- as he reaches out to put it down, to like as if he, as if it was a full length staff, you see mm-hmm. sort of the air twist and curl out of the bottom of it and touch the ground as if it was actually physically a staff. As he uses it to walk towards you, that's good. Has it been regrowing? From what we've noticed over the past little while, yes, life has begun to return to Exter. Oh, good. This is, uh, so I try and remember what you're... Morgan, Morgan, right now. Morgan. This is Morgan. And that's good to hear. Um, the lich We're... isn't completely gone yet. We're, We're going to go finish find the job. The phylactery. The islands have something they wish to bequeath you, daughter of the forest and mushrooms. Oh. Okay. As thanks for restoring one of their own. And he reaches out with that staff towards you. I will tacitly take it. As you grab it, you sort of feel this connection with nature, with the islands, with the sea, with the storms, with the air, with the clouds. This is an artifact that you would almost guess would was created from nature. Well. Hopefully it will serve you well. Thank you. She'll give like a deep bow. It has rested on this island for a long time. Its owner gave it up centuries ago for a peaceful life. But it is not an artifact designed for peace. So wield it well, but wield it carefully. Thank you. I will. There's a rustle of leaves in response. You should also know there's been a disturbance to the south. It may not reach here for a while, but just in case, look over it. Valda, the God Emperor of Taram has fallen. Uh, his son has killed him and taken the throne, along with an army of demons? Devils? Question mark? I can never remember the difference. Um, last we saw, they were confined to the city, but they may travel. So We shall keep an eye out, then. Thank you for the warning. You're welcome. He steps back and just sort of leans back into that tree 
<laughs> melts away. Look up at the stick I'm holding. Okay. Uh, and cast Windlock. Let's do this. There is an item in your journal now. Okay. Under magic items. Alrighty. You should be able to find it. It'll be very obvious. The Nimbus? Yes. Cool. Okay, I'm going to read that. Anyway, I cast... Nimbus! <laughs> Windwalk. Alright. It takes you a minute. Yep. You cast Windwalk. A group of you puff into clouds and fly off. It takes you the full length of the spell, but eventually you land. So here's the question. If you go straight towards the other side, you'll land it amongst the ruins. If you try to get to not ruins, you will run out above the water. Uh, I think we're probably going to land amongst the ruins. I or or you either come out above the water or in Galadera. The Galadarans don't want anybody fucking with their shit, and the ruins are where we need to go anyway. Well, ideally, frontier towns are where you'd want to go first, but. I mean, yeah, if we're looking for someone who knows the way. Um... We can stop at the bo- at this bottom corner of the ruins. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. you fly. Eventually, as you feel the magic begin to wane, you come over. You you find yourselves flying over a tangled nest of broken stone and steel and wood. Uh, looking down below you, you see stretching beyond where the eye where the horizon bends. This endless mass of broken buildings. Ruins as far as the eye can see, ruins even deeper than the eye can see. Entrances like cave like cave mouths dotting these structures. Bits of them falling off the cliff's edge as you approach it. You can see there are parts of the ruins in the water. Some of it looks like it was designed to be in the water. A lot of it looks like it wasn't. <clears throat> Like it just fell apart at the edge of the cliff and collapsed down. Many different styles of construction, you see, although all reminiscent of a singular origin. And there's definitely the idea that these all came from, originated from a sim, from similar cultures, but t- took their own ideas on this design. That's a lot of gothic, brutalist architecture that's sort of collapsed in on itself. You land in what seems like a safe spot. Inside a building, you, you, you pass through an open window and land inside a building, finding yourselves in a half-flooded ruin. There is nothing but debris and cold and water damping the area, ice forming in icicles hanging from windows and from the long-dead remains of tapestries. As you all reform, your breath 
remaining in this cloudy form as you do so. Even wearing the warmer clothes that some of you have, you shiver as more than cold permeates this area. Welcome to the Hive of Ruins. How pleasant. A little chilly. A little bit. Do we want to travel south to see if well, we could find one of these towns or? We can certainly do that. <clears throat> Wait for a moment and I'll summon Shakar and uh, set my hand up against a wall for a moment to study myself and just through his eyes go as high as I can uh, and see if there's anything which is 100 feet see if I can get a good vantage on any Anything that seems inhabited. Well, well, that's going on. Well, well, um, Ithram go, goes goes catatonic for a minute. Uh, uh, Morgan just starts unceremoniously just just stripping off clothes to change into the clothing that she had made, or not made, but picked up. Yeah. I think Mara is still reading, or Titania might have might have commented on that. No, no, she's she's not going fair, to fair. And once it's all on, uh, he is filling out to a fairly stocky human male form. Not stocky, more built. Um, for a swarthy skin, um, uh, hair that is a little wild and ragged, like somebody who lives on the frontier situation. Uh, a goatee, um, cracks his neck either way. All right. Is your name still Morgan? Merith. This is this is this this one is Merith. I won't be able to pass as and I wouldn't want to try because I haven't been here. Um as a as a local. These kinds of communities I'm going to assume are very everybody knows everybody. You can't really insinuate yourself into them unless you can be somebody in particular but hopefully they will at least be somewhat more predisposed to somebody who looks and acts like them and knows their ways <clears throat> I have questions cool I'm uh, sure that you do so Mara really quick while you're reading yep. that stuff mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to point out the text of variant properties you yes. choose up to three 
of the okay. properties that you qualify for every long rest after you attune to it, including the first one. So uh, you get you to, to so yeah, basically after a long rest, you get to mm -hmm. modify what it does each time. <clears throat> okay. So long as you meet the prerequisites. Mm-hmm. So like it can always act as a broom of flying. You can always add that in if you want it to. Uh, okay. And then all the other things you meet all you meet all the prerequisites up to like the the thirteenth level ones. Mm -hmm. So like you can say you know you could do like the two thirteenth level ones and room of flying one long rest and then the next long rest you could do you know the two fifth level ones and one of the ninth level ones that kind of gotcha thing, okay on. so like it it it's kind of like a magic item that can become multiple magic items as you mm -hmm. rest mm -hmm. yep <clears throat> cool if you choose to attune to it. Oh, heck yes. Does require attunement, so. Yeah, I know. That's fine. I can get rid of this wand of paralysis. It did nothing. <laughs> wand of paralysis, you're gone! So we're going to try and find a village now, or? It depends on what Ithram finds, I suppose. So, on our feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. Go. Scream. Sure, that's what owls made. <laughs> there it's is... a teeny little flammulated one too, so it's a bunch of little teeny short flaps. It's like <laughs> um sees nothing. Like you, you A, there's a dense fog surrounding these ruins. B it's dark. C there's just nothing nearby. Like, you're not seeing lights, you're not seeing villages, you're not seeing buildings. Smoke off in the distance. No, nothing. Alright. He'll let Shakara start flying down by his own, and he'll come back to his senses and be like, well, we are definitely isolated. I could not see much of anything past this fog. Okay. What time is it by this point? Because we, like, left in the morning. We spent some time, a fairly long time researching, though. Um, it's, like, afternoon by yeah, this you spent point? Several, How close well, are we well, to... no, you spent several hours researching, then you spent several hours flying. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's night. It's, or almost night, it's right? It's sundown. Yeah, it's past yeah. sundown at this point. Shit. Because it was an eight-hour flight to get to where mm -hmm. you're at. That's fair. I forgot about that bit. Uh, windwalk flag. What? Bad jet lag joke. No. I mean, I can windwalk us again to get, and then we can travel faster over to find a village or something. Since we can't see anything close, I don't really want to stay here. It feels weird here. Anyone else feel that? Well, we know we know the yeah I do we know that the ruins we're looking for aren't on this half of the stretch anyway so let's mm. not stay here any longer than we need to. If okay. you wind walk a second time and it takes you the full length, you will be beyond exhausted by the end of it. That's fair. That's very fair. That's not great. We'll be you really want to tired rest tonight. 
basically want to rest now and then spend most of the day traveling tomorrow. <clears throat> That's probably wiser. We should set up watches, though. We can also get a good distance. We don't have to go the entire eight hours. But we can get a good distance away from this place. And Ithram, do you have the capacity to create the mansion at the moment? I do. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. We don't have to rest out here in the frozen wastes. But oh, I would recommend not resting anywhere near these ruins. Yeah. Okay. That's a good plan. So we'll just go a little ways away. All right. I will cast Windwalk again uh, at 7th level. Takes you a minute. Yep. Cast the spell. You all poof, in the clouds again. And begin to fly. Where are you going? Um. Probably next square over, away from the ruins. Yeah. Since two squares is a full eight-hour trip, just spend a few hours getting out, getting away from the ruins. Mm-hmm. It takes you about four hours to get out of the ruins as you. Eventually, you find yourself uh, stopping on a on a raised sort of snow. Uh, may, maybe it's a hill, maybe it's a snow dune. You can't really tell, uh, but it's definitely more snow than dune, more snow than hill. Uh, at this point, there is snow actively falling. With the wind, as the wind whips by, it feels like it's beginning to get to blizzard territory soon. It's even colder out here than it was in the ruins, mostly because the wind chill was cut by the ruins. Yeah. All right, let's not stay here very long, Ithram. Yes. Uh, I will cast. I'll pick a spot away from the dune because if it's about to be a blizzard, don't want to be buried when snow ends. Uh, and cast at eighth level the mansion. All right. What does the door look like this time? Uh, this time, uh, it's, he's actually gotten, uh, he likes the idea of what we did last time we were in the, uh, Lich's Tower. It's basically just, uh, it folds up and we walk down into it. All right. So it's a trap door. Yep. Trap door opens. You all go inside. Yep. All right. Door closes again. It's invisible from the outside. And much warmer in here. It's quickly covered in snow, so it's even more invisible from the outside now. Yep. What happens if you get snowed in from a Morgan Caden's mansion when it ends? It you just pops get crushed? Us into the nearest, no, it pops us into the nearest space unless we're buried like hundreds of feet below snow. Yeah, like if you're buried under snow, like if an avalanche happens and you're just buried under a lot of snow. The, theoretically, the, 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 the theoretically, it would say it says it drops you into the nearest unoccupied space. Mm. Is that yeah. what it says, though? There's the text in chat. Expelled into the open spaces nearest to the entrance. Yeah, so that doesn't. Nearest... It doesn't really. The spell description doesn't really expect the door to be buried. 
No. Yeah, but it, 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 does, it does expect that there might be something around the space, though, and it just, like, shoves you a few spaces away from it, but it doesn't really say, mm. Text like, says writ. I would say if you're opening it before the spell is ended, like, you're going to open it and there's, you know... And, and there's, there's immediately snow there. There's a there. bunch of snow, yeah. But you'd have to... Then you'd basically have to wait until the spell ends to, to you out. get or forcibly dig. shunted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or or dig slash burn your way out. Mm -hmm. Well, I also have shape water, so I could just make a tunnel. Worst case, I could too. Yeah. Hey, so you are in the mansion. Are you doing anything before going to sleep? Uh, yes, I'm going to. I have one spell slot left. What do we want to know more about Oldur or Gavis? Actually, give me an hour, and I'll be able, we'll be able to figure out both. <laughs> okay. Like a short rest before the long rest for arcane recovery. Um, so yeah, I'll do that uh, and cast the first legend lore on Oldur. Oldor? Uh, specifically, Oldor's capital. Well, I mean, you, you, or seat of power. Yeah, you guys don't Oldor. Yeah. Um, Oldor was a massive civilization several thousand years ago that built itself up in the high in what's known in what's known today as the Hive Kingdoms, um, or the Hive of Ruin. Uh, it built itself out of several other different kingdoms uh, at the time that sort of collapsed together and then became the foundation for a new one. Uh, it gave rise to a fairly uh, a fairly um, dictatorial uh, 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 kingdom with uh, sort of a, what, would, what would be known as a, a mad tyrant uh, at its head for most of its, most of its short life. Um, the, uh, the people were largely, uh, captives that were taken from other kingdoms in, in, in the various wars that happened throughout this area. Um, and sort of the, the military is entirely made of conscripts and, and, and the like, uh, the people that uh, effectively it collapsed because with the aid of other rising kingdoms, the people within revolted and overthrew the, the, the king, uh, burying him amidst the ruins somewhere. Uh, mm -hmm. Nothing, no one, and like even legend lore isn't quite, isn't 100% certain what happened to the king of old, of, of, of Uldur. Um, population mostly human. Um, at the time, uh, the center of power was uh, the center of power was a throne room, which was about, which was uh, the throne room was on the coast because the king liked to the the king basically liked to be able to look out over the water as he sat on his throne. Um, but it expand, but the 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 nation as a nation expanded much further than that, obviously. Uh, and then after another hour rest on uh, using Arcane Recovery, um, I'll cast it Legend Lore again, uh, this time on Gavis the Necromancer. 
Gavis the Necromancer was a uh, was a conscript was a magical conscript in the military of uh, in the military of Oldor, uh, stolen away from his home thanks to his magical abilities, and taught uh, necromancy uh, at the hands of the war mages of Oldor. Uh, he was part. He, he played a major part in the revolt and in the revolt and uh, assassination of the king of Oldor, and used that to as a chance to escape from the lands and flee south. Um, as he fled south, the uh, he actually banded together with a number of other uh, people who escaped from the. Uh, the 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 hive kingdoms and formed an adventuring party uh that w- was known for known for the uh the color of their cloaks that they had taken from the military of oldur whose primary color was blue sort of a a, a deep uh sort of a deep blue uh that they had they sort of used to disguise themselves in order to kill the king and then flee uh, using that color <clears throat> as sort of a symbol, they dedicated themselves to you know righting wrongs throughout the land and making the world a better place than the than the kingdom that they had left. Um, One of the founders of the Azure Legion, I'm guessing. And the Legend Lord doesn't explicitly say that, but you could you could surmise. Okay. Um, the uh, he went on he went on to have a very successful career. Um, as an adventurer uh, traveling south, he had a bit of. Uh, a, 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 he fell in love with and was spurned by a uh, a a uh, world renowned musician uh, who was native of Ava- native of Avalon to the south, uh, and uh, he disappeared uh, some sometime around his thirty uh, second uh, uh, birthday. And no one knows where or how or why. Okay. Um, the is the homeland that uh, he was taken from in the general like Oldor Empire. Yeah, it was one of the boundaries was, that we already have. Yeah, it was within the ruins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, we 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 knew that association because we knew that like the place. I forget how we found it, but the place of his phylactery was established as being in the birthplace of the Azure Legion. No, it was in his homeland specifically, not the birthplace of the Azure Legion. I know there was there was a connection with the Azure Legion and him no. at one point. That was... No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was um, his homeland, which you might find if you look into the origins of the Azure Legion. Oh, there we go. Because the Azure Legion originated from this area, was what you were told. Okay, and their origins were something they were ashamed the that they would be ashamed of, according to Galadier. Yeah. Makes sense. So. I'll share all that as I learn it through the spell. Wow. Well, that sounds like a fit. That certainly. Coincides with all the information we've earned from Galadir. He ended up as a lich. One doesn't end up as a lich. It is something you pursue. 
but the reason why that is confusing. What? Going for Lichtum because he got rejected by a girl? Sounds sounds like this kind of stupid things that someone would do to me. If that is the reason that Why would they? There was a secondary lich at the fortress on the stair that may have been the Spurn magician or the Spurn musician. Or may just be intended to look like that. That as well. I mean, it could also be that musician not of her own will. Yes, that sounds very much like a thing a lich would do if they decided to become a lich because they got, for lack of a better term, friend zone. That's the second phylactery we'll have to find them. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully they're nearby. If, if Rhyhor or Gavis, whatever you want to call it, did that to an individual as a measure of control over them, then they would probably keep the collector in their pie, so. Yeah. That's fucking necromancers. Not all necromancers, but Jesus. You fucking go hard, say, they go that's, hard. That's I know, you practice that. I... Yeah, I, I, I'm aware, that's why I, I said, but fuck, when they decide to I don't know, scorch the earth. Fucking go hard. I mean, to be fair, necromancers do not have a do not have ownership of the idea of my feelings got hurt, so I'm going to burn the world. That that that's fair. I just look at evocation wizards. About to say, literally burn the world. Yeah, yeah. I can what I I have enough magical power to incinerate this small town I grew up in. Oh boy. <laughs> Spirits, lend me your power. It's like, hi, I'm going to stand right here in the middle of this place, and I'm going to cast a meteor swarm and cover everything in the in the next in the nearest mile in fucking ash and fire, and walk out because <laughs> <laughs> it won't affect me. Do we need to set a watch, or should we? I can have the servants, if anything untoward happens, they can alert us. Okay. All right. Follow this floating ribbon. Follow this floating ribbon. Um, you're different now. Uh, what is your name now? You changed while I was married. Sorry, Merit. Merit. All right. Merit, if you follow this floating ribbon, it will direct you to the nearest room that you can sleep in. Delightful. And it will be outside your door if you. Uh, Perhaps find yourself hungry, it will lead you to the kitchen and or mess. So quite convenient. Thank you, Ithram. You're welcome. 
Titania hurries away to her room. <laughs> yep, and I'm noting where the ribbon goes. Just for purposes later. It's okay. Yeah, no, it, it pretty much the same setup that we had back in. That's uh, what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably beat it to like you're like catching up to the ribbon and just like oh, come on. Yep. But yeah. <sighs> Sorry about this. You were being kind of paranoid though. You were. Yeah. I, get I don't it, think it, I but... don't think it's paranoia when something is actively out to get you. Things were out to get us before, though. I mean, we had, like, the... It's, it's still paranoia. It's just justified paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. I... When I read up about Ternalian, <clears throat> he seems kind of arrogant. And, like... I don't... I don't think he will consider us a threat. Or not for a while. Maybe not, but let's not be arrogant ourselves and assume that no one can come to us and attack us. No. But is it... I mean, so we've got Merrick's, Merith's plan. And kind of all that. Also, side note, mm -hmm. if we're not there and someone with a grudge against us comes over there, the people that are there are my retainers. Yes, and the people we've talked to and made our agreements with. Mm -hmm. You so, and all your loved ones. The, peop the people that are in danger most by giving our house away are the people who are there when we're gone. I've been growing this plant. She pulls out the uh, flower pot of, pot of awakening, which has been, I don't know how long it's been exactly. Uh, I think I planted that before. Okay. It's ridiculously short time frame. Why? Because you guys keep pushing forward. I know. It's almost I've like things keep happening. Yeah. You keep teleporting, which bypasses a lot of the time it takes. Teleporting and wind walking. And I think you're forgetting. I've got this, so I was thinking I was going to plant that, and that might be a nice defense thing. Just, you know, if anything. It's poison ivy. A, a walking poison ivy? Not walking, but it can grab it, things. It doesn't even walk. <laughs> I think you're underestimating the plants. Oh, I don't also, underestimate plants in general. However, a single poison ivy. Okay. It'll grow. Also, my family is literally right across the road now. That's certainly an improvement still. So if anyone's going to, you know, try and attack our home, they'll notice. That's certainly an improvement. I still don't like inviting trouble to our doorstep. I know. 
But I think if we can get some people on our side for every, whatever every, we're going to end up doing. Every time you get back home, there's a new undead gardener in your mom's yard. There might be, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, then it might be worth it. <clears throat> I don't know. Speaking of, I'm going to go talk to Merith. I'm curious. Are you going to do an interrogation? No. That sounds really formal. I'm just going to talk. I might find out some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that term for for what I'm going to do. So I'm going to call it something else. Are 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 you going to attune to your staff at all? Yes, I am. Because that takes a while. Uh, yeah, but, like, I've been attuning to it. I don't know how long it takes. It takes an hour of concentration while you're resting. You haven't had time to really fully attune to it yet. Okay, I'm going to wait on attuning until after, because we're going to have a full night's rest, and then I'll be fine. Okay. Having to get all the time to attune to it. Cool, cool. I just want to say, I had to take a short rest to get my spell slot back to cast Legend Lore again. Yeah, would that have been a time yeah, to okay, yeah, it? Yeah, you would have had. So rolling okay. back slightly then, if you were yeah. doing that then. Mm-hmm. Um, as you attune to the staff, you suddenly feel your... You, you would have felt your senses expand. It feels... Being attuned to the staff feels very similar to when you're uh, communing with the land. Mm. Except all the time. So long as it's on your wow. person. You're sort okay. of you sort of have this sense of the surrounding area of us not not a great distance not 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 to the effect of communion with nature, but mm-hmm. like you just you feel like at any moment you could blink and you'd be in the sky or you'd blink and you'd be yeah. on the ground very nearby. Just, Presumably, that's only of the uh, dim- the the pocket dimension we're in right now. Well, so. I mean, wherever you are, but yeah, like, okay. like you just you just have this feeling of this expanded oneness with nature and with the surroundings and you feel like you have a little bit more of an understanding of how the nearby environment feels cool wow this staff is very neat yeah I might be trying to interrogate it's and you say I'm the one who's paranoid yeah, I'm trying to fight against that, but it was wrong in the castle. To be fair, there are reasons it would be wrong in there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how Merith met him and why and stuff. So I just, I'm, I don't know. I like to know the people I'm traveling with. Look, there's only one way to get these fucking tight-lipped assholes to talk about their backstory, and that's if I ask. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And she'll give you a kiss on the cheek and head out. Return it. Knock on the door. Knock on the flap. uh... Hello. Oh, hello. I wanted to ask. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, Since you have the new form, what are your pronouns? 
Um, Maris is he him. Okay. Okay. So do you like, because I've never met another shapeshifter before. This is kind of cool. <laughs> fair, fair. No. He'll turn um, rapidly into uh, uh, a puppy and wander around very excitedly and back <laughs> and sit down. Yes, that is it's a little different from that, but uh -huh. I I do appreciate I do appreciate. So you uh, only do like uh, humanoid shapes? Yes, yes. I don't know how familiar you are you are with let's say my people, changelings. Okay, I wasn't sure because uh, doppelgangers or something. I don't. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure for the difference. I'll be honest. I skipped that class. It's a long story, but the gist of it is um, if you were to see a it is we are as far removed from 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 change or from doppelgangers as a tiefling would be from a cambian. Okay. Essentially. That makes sense. Sorry for mistaking you then. No, no problem. You are fine. I did have a question. I'm sure that you did. I did. I'm a I've little been curious if you were going. I've been curious to be honest when this was going to happen. Mm hmm. Ask away. Where when did you meet, uh, or like, how did you meet uh, Galadier? Ooh, I'm qualified for a thousand dollar credit line. <laughs> I like to think Let's that see. was in character. Like, that was just the answer. <laughs> As Meredith is just opening his mail. Uh, <laughs> uh, when? Yeah, and like, how? I don't know. The uh, kind of remote, you know. It's been a while. Um, the how is is uh, I sought him out as the short version. Okay. The longer version is. I was looking for someone to help me with something. And <laughs> there were several potential options for 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 the kind of help I was looking for. Um but essentially, they broke down to really bad option one, demonically bad option two, um, outer realm bad option three, or... Let's be generous and say morally flexible wizard. Oh, 
morally okay f- option. Morally fluid wizard. <laughs> Who would be You're a the warlock? Okay option. That's a that that's probably the closest approximation that you could find. Yes. I wanted power. He had some to spare. It's a deal that works very well. Huh. How long ago was that? Uh, five, six years. And in return, he sends you to like. I do Stuff things like that, yeah, okay, I will get, hey, this place needs, you need to go to this place and do this thing. And then I'll be like, fuck you, why? And then we'll be back and forth. Um, eventually I'll go there because, you know, it's not something that's necessarily that, that I'm morally opposed to. Um... Yeah. Did he fix your problem? Yes. Can I insight check? Sure. Okay. Insight check away. Sweet. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Why not? Because it's not like you'll need it for anything other than talking to other people. Nah. I like to use it now. I feel like instinctually... I should be rolling deception, even though I don't think what's I don't your, think it's being particularly deceptive at the moment. What's your passive deception? Uh, my passive deception would be twenty. So yeah, that beats it. Yeah, that, that'll be your instinctual deception rather than rolling deception. Yeah, you're not, fair, you're not actively deceiving; you're passively no. deceiving. Yes, they're <laughs> not. They're not. They're not actively trying to lie. It's just. It's it. It's just in their nature. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, twenty-two does beat your deep does does yeah. beat the DC of your passive deception. They are being pretty frank. Okay. Like this is how they see the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark in the dark here. You're not a big fan of somebody, are you? No. That's fair. He's an asshole. (laughs) But he's a very useful asshole. To the best that I've seen at this point, he doesn't have anything horribly evil. He's not planning on destroying the world that I am aware of, at least. Although I always keep the option open that that might change. Would you say otherwise if he did? Absolutely. Do you trust that I would? I don't know yet. 
that's I just met you. It's been like two days. That's the complexity of the situation that we're in. Mm -hmm. I derive my power from somebody that you don't trust. And there are certain obligations that we are that you are aware that I that probably come with claiming that power. And my so uncle that kind used of to have warlocks. That doesn't surprise me, seeing who your family is. I thought about that, but I don't know. It seemed a little cliche, Kingling and Fay. Like, oh, you know my uncle. I do now. I didn't know them then. And let's be honest. And I say this with absolutely no disrespect. I say this with all respect in the world for the Fay. They're not any more trustworthy than 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 technically it's your grandfather, not your uncle. Grandfather. Oh yeah, yeah. She would have said grandfather. Mm. That's my fault. Okay. They're not any more trustworthy than a crazy ass asshole maid stuck in a room. No. So it was really like, eh, which one? Well, this one I can potentially get to a little bit easier. And I'm not an elf, so I don't have thousands of years to 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 see if I can open up a gate to a plane where that I can't do because I don't have any magical power. So maybe I can find somebody who's like, if I had run into you before, before all of this, that would have solved a lot of problems for me. Instead, I found out about him and. The rest, as they say, is history. Mm-hmm. We don't see eye to eye on everything. No. We don't see eye to eye on as many things as we... I, I would say that he and I don't see eye to eye on as many things as we do see eye to eye on. Well, thanks. That was really yep. helpful. I'm glad you answered those for me. Here, help. here to help. Of course. She'll reach out her hand like a handshake. Okay, <laughs> like the phrase, like a handshake. This shit. Like a handshake? Because that, to, in my head, that was a really sudden turnaround for somebody who has who, oh, yeah. who clearly displayed trust issues here. Yeah. Also, when you raise, there's a, there's well, also a that just happened. <laughs> She's offering you a handshake. Okay, yeah. I will take the offered hand. Cool. She'll uh, shake your hand. Her hand is very cold. Okay. And then she teleports uh, using face step slightly, uh, just very close to you. Make a wisdom save, please. So oh, good. Just, yeah. I'm very actually no no wisdom is actually a good save because unlike yeah, my yeah. last I was gonna character, say. that's a proficiency save. Yeah. Twenty six. Oh, you're good. Uh, so, she was to, trying to frighten you, Titania. Uh, as you do that, yeah. You like you blink and you you reappear and you're like ha, I gotta get you, and you can't see anything. Shit. It's dark. Okay. And you're cold. Okay. 
And from the darkness, a light just sort of illuminates a chair. Cool. And from the chair, you're looking at the back of it. You're not looking at the front of it. Uh-huh. From the chair, you just hear. I would suggest not spurning the help I offer. And you're back next to uh, uh, the name I can't remember because it's the third one now. Merith. Merith. Yeah, yeah. Merith. Have fun with this whole thing, by the Merith. way. <laughs> Merith, you just saw her blink and then appear next to you. Mm-hmm. She looks, uh, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll make a roll to see if we would figure this out. I mean, roll deception. Or could I make an, uh, no, deception makes sense. Yeah, no, she's shaking. <laughs> Beautiful. I love these rolls. It's great. <laughs> so something happened between her teleporting something happened. that, uh, that terrified her. <laughs> but she just says, uh, very quietly, um, Just, you know, this is my family here, and I'm going to protect them. And I'm pretty powerful. (laughs) Well, you should. (laughs) The upward inflection is great. Yeah. (laughs) I absolutely understand that, and I respect it. While I'm saying that... Uh Uh-huh. In your head, yeah, you hear, "Are you all right?" Uh, can I reply back? I believe in, so. Inside, Hold on. I can see. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. I just have to. God dang it. The best, um, the best part about when you know warlocks succeed their saving throws, it's not because of them that they succeed their saving throws. <laughs> uh, well, not always, anyway. Yeah. Yes, uh, you can receive and respond. So yes. okay, okay. Um, there's just a string of uh, very colorful expletives, and then fucking Galadier. And yeah, so as is continuing on, I understand you're going, th- you, you have a lot going on right now. And I respect the fact that you, that, that, that you're willing to engage with me on this level. So blah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, mentally. Uh, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, like I said. Thanks. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about him. And on, uh, and on that note, we'll end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.